and welcome back to the UEA Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Rich and I'm one of the wellbeing trainers here at UEA and this month we are joined by Neef uh, from the Students' Union. So um, Neef, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Um, do you want to introduce yourself before we get started? Yeah, so I'm I'm Neef. I work for the Students' Union. I'm the Do Something Different Administrator. So all things Do Something Different is what I cover. I put on all the events, um, try and get student groups involved. And we're essentially all things kind of extracurricular outside of your academic studies, a bit of an escape from the academic side of everyone's courses. Amazing. Thanks so much. So April is Stress Awareness Month and Stress Awareness Month has been recognised over the last 30 years and encourages us all to learn to cope with our stress and finding healthy ways to deal with stressful situations. We also know that as we near the end of the academic year that this can be a particularly stressful time for many of our students and staff as well. Um, so as we are focusing on stress for this month today, we're going to talk all about ways to help manage stress. And like you said, Neef, how getting involved with some of the things that you guys do to do something different can help students with that. Um, so before we start, we always like to start with uh, something called the little things, Neef. So, um, each month we ask our guests, what's one of the little things from their week, one of the little wins, what's um, been a little highlight um, or made a big difference to your week this week? I think for me, it actually happened yesterday. A little win was I had an activity on and I had a student come to me and really thank me and say how much they enjoyed and that the session was kind of something for them that they'd really been stressed throughout the week and they were really excited to come to the event and really thankful that we put it on and it was really nice to kind of see my work like recognized and know that what I'm doing is making a bit of a difference to at least one person and sometimes as staff we kind of don't always see the impact we have so it was really really nice to have that feedback and feel in person someone having you know a good time and enjoying what we're doing. Yeah absolutely oh that's lovely um, and yeah I can definitely relate to that so often you, you know you put stuff out there don't you and you don't know what impact it has or how it lands or how it's been received so it is um it's always nice isn't it to see that that, that you are making a difference um <laughs> yeah no really nice really nice but do you know what i think i had a similar little win yesterday me and rach um went and joined the wellbeing dog walk yesterday afternoon oh, and i mean in, in in this weather amazing lots of dogs amazing um and yeah, just seeing some of the students kind of interact with them and again, seeing that, um, you know, positive impact face to face was really, really lovely. So, yeah, nice. Glad that we've both had a good week so far. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, into our main topic of stress, I guess before we start, a couple of important things to recognise about stress. First of all, that stress is a normal response when we experience situations or events that put pressure on us and we all experience lots of sources of stress every single day. Um, also, it's important to know that a certain level of stress is healthy and even helpful sometimes. It can motivate us to work harder, it can help us to make positive changes and help us achieve our best. However, stress becomes a problem when it overwhelms our resources for coping and when it's impacting our day-to-day -day life. Um, it also can become a problem if it's not dealt with and it can lead to chronic stress, which can have a long impact on your mental and physical health. Um, so, you know, Neef, like I said, every single one of us experiences stress 
every single day, sometimes very small, sometimes very big. Um, I guess to get started, um, if you're happy to, could you tell us about kind of your experience when you were a student, how, you know, how you found dealing with stress and, and things like that? Yeah, I think it's worth kind of like just saying that I was a undergraduate at UEA and a master's student. So I did all of my academic studies here at UEA. So I've had the full experience of, <laughs> of UEA student life. And I, I am a chronic overworker. I like to take on lots of things. I, I have, and I will admit straight away, experienced a lot of burnout because of it. I was a big sports person. So I was on committees and I joined lots of clubs and I enjoyed going out and, you know, bringing on all these things. And I still valued the academic side of uni as well, which meant that I was overworking myself to the point that my housemates would have to tell me to, to breathe before I went in and out of the house. They'd stop me and be like, take a minute, breath in, breath out, because I was just go, go, go all the time. And I used to think that I really enjoyed it and that it was the sort of thing that I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm really good at doing lots of things. But then I realised that after a while, I wasn't very good at actually managing, you know, the additional stress of having lots of things going on. And like I said, I did experience burnout a lot, um, especially towards kind of my third year when you've got lots of, you know, academic stresses of exams, dissertations. And it got to a point where I really wasn't very good at handling or managing my stress. Um, and very luckily for me, I did contact the um, counselling service at UEA, the one-off sessions. And for me, that worked really, really well. They're a really good service in terms of kind of, you know, just having a conversation, having a chat you know, talking about what was happening and reassuring me that this is a thing that a lot of students experience and it was not just me. Um, and I definitely had to learn to get a lot better at kind of taking a step back and kind of prioritising myself more. And luckily for me, this, you know, recently um, I had a moment where I was like, again, go, 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 doing lots of things. And I kind of stepped back and thought, do you know what? As a student, I I've overworked it and I, you know, hit that burnout point. I'm going to take a day off. I'm going to take a day where I'm not doing anything after work. I'm just going to go home, scroll on, you know, social medias and just watch TV and not, you know, just kind of zone out for a little bit. Um, and I think learning that that's an OK thing to do was a huge step for me because um, I said at university, I was definitely not, you know, quite as switched on. Um, I, do, I, I also did the classic Everyone always says, you know, sport is great for your mental health, which is very true. I personally find it really good to go out and do exercise and sport. But that's only a case if you're doing it in moderation and what works for you, not if you are overwhelming yourself with it to the point that those things that are supposed to help you deal with stress are causing you more stress. Um, so it's definitely learning about moderation and how to best kind of handle my time and prioritise myself more than everybody else kind of thing um which like i said is not as easy as you think straight away but once you get the hang of it it's very you know reflecting back you can see it's like oh this is definitely the way to do things with a bit more chill relax time for yourself <laughs> yeah absolutely and like you say it's easier easier said than done isn't it um no thank you so much for sharing that and i think there's definitely a few bits i can kind of relate to in there i think you know uh, so often when we talk about stress it's when it becomes a problem isn't it and i think we're not very good at recognizing uh oh my stress levels are creeping up but oh i've got more more things going on at the moment until it's like 
oh, I feel completely overwhelmed now. Um, mm. And like you say, if we don't do anything about it, that's that's when we reach that burnout. Um, so, you know, I'm, although I'm not obviously pleased to hear that, you know, you got to that stage, really pleased that you were able to um, kind of reach out and ask for some help and that that was useful too. Um, and yeah, I think some of the other points there, I really liked, you know, how you really focused on the importance of self-care, which I think is something we'll touch on in a minute. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, and yeah, I think I agree as well with, you know, I was a sports student when I was at university. Um, we've done some work recently with with some of the scholars and it's absolutely that thing. I think for sporty people, exercise and and playing sport is it's the thing you enjoy the most. It's the thing that should be, ah, oh, this is relieving my stress. But actually, so often it can be another really big source of stress as well, whether that is, like you say, pushing yourself too hard um, and overtraining, things like that, or whether it's worrying about performance or your place in the team or whatever else it might be. And I think that's the case for, for so many things, isn't it? Like you say, it is about balance and about recognising where these sources of stress are coming from and what works for you as an individual. Yeah, I also found as well with with both clubs and societies and even general university life, it was because you are such, you know, a part, I was felt very much a part of the community. Um, and I, you know, I, I loved all of the people I did my sports with. But to the point that I felt, you know, I as a committee member, I felt responsible for making sure that they all felt, you know, welcomed and having a good time. And again, focusing on them more than myself. And obviously it's very it's great to care for your friends and the people around you and you know your sport community or your society community or even just you know your general UEA community but again if that's more so than you're caring for yourself that's when you need to kind of step back and go actually I need to put myself first um and as and, you know I I kind of always say I was like the mother of my sports group um which I'm sure all the people I trained with would say were the exact same thing <laughs> which is great you know at the time but I you know, you have to put yourself first and it's not being selfish and learning that that's not, you're not letting anyone down. You are not expected to, you know, care for everyone else, you know, help out where you can, be there for people, but put yourself first. Make sure that you are in a good, you know, mental state and physical state to be able to care for yourself to best then care for others. Because you cannot, you know, you know, correctly and positively support everybody else if you are not doing it to yourself first. Yeah, spot on. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? Exactly. Yeah, no, love it. Um, so I guess now that you're maybe a little bit more experienced, a little bit more skilled at managing some of that stress, hopefully doing a better job of that now than maybe um, that pre-burnout stage when you were at uni, um, how do you tend to deal with higher levels of stress uh, now like what kind of you know you've obviously mentioned self-care already what kind of self-care do you like to practice um, and also how has that changed now compared to when you were a student? Yeah I think like I said stepping back a bit and recognising when I've got lots of things happening and taking a day for myself and not feeling that I'm being selfish for doing so and recognising that actually it's okay for me to have a day where I'm not productive and that nothing gets done and that's an okay thing to happen and recognising, in fact, it's sometimes a good thing to not have lots of things going on. Um, but also realising that a lot of us like to do, you know, we'll sign up for something, we'll try and I need to do yoga like three times a week or I need to go running all the time or I'm going to start, you know, doing manifestations or, you know, stuff like that. And getting so worked up about trying to do them, it's again, causing more stress than actually just 
enjoying yourself and giving time to relax. So I, I like to personally try and I really enjoy the book called The Magic, I believe it's called, um, which basically goes through practices of kind of manifestation and stuff. But I found because the idea is you do it every single day. And I found the idea of doing that really overwhelming and found it very difficult to do. So instead, I've just taken some of the things I've learned from it and implemented it where and when fits me best. So one that I like to do is when I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed um, and particularly on walks to work, walks to uni, I will kind of list in my head just things that I'm happy for and that make me happy and that I'm grateful for. And it could be tiny things like I'm grateful that I woke up this morning and that my my lungs are healthy. I'm grateful that I am able to walk onto a green campus. I'm grateful that I have colleagues at work who I'm excited to see. And even though other things might feel really overwhelming and stressful and like, you know, the world's coming to an end because everything's, you know, going on, just kind of taking a step back and going, yeah, that might be stressful. But actually, there are these little little wins, little things in my life that are actually, they're okay. I'm having a good time with it. Um, even walking around going, I'm grateful that I'm, you know, that it's a nice sunny day. I'm grateful that I can walk to work without a big coat on this morning. Very small things, but using those small things to recognise that actually the world is not consumed by the the thing that's causing my stress. It's it's something I can also set aside and recognise there are other things happening that are positive and kind of recognising those. And like I said, it's something I do on the walk, walk to work every once in a while. Not it doesn't. You don't have to sit down and write it all out and you know kind of journal a whole thing. And if that's your thing, absolutely go for it. That's that's great. But for me, that's it's too structured personally and I find it hard like I said it causes more stress trying to make time for it so just taking your time when you have time and not again not feeling like it's a oh no I have to do this thing today kind of just going oh I'm, I'm, I'm wandering I'm walking to the shop I'm sitting on the bus waiting to go home you know just kind of or just boring little life daily things that we don't think of use that time to kind of think of the positive stuff I think that's how I like to try and keep my like deal with stress now is realizing I'm not going to it's not a fix all issue of I'm going to do one exercise session and I will be cured of my stress or I will sit and I'll write everything I'm happy for and I will no longer be sad it's more a case of little enough like little and often where you can when it suits you best and not trying to push yourself too far to cause more stress <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, some really lovely points in there. And I think you're, you, you know, you've really hit the nail on the head there when you talk about how self-care doesn't have to be this big thing or big commitment. I think one of the things we hear most often, um, especially when you know we're stressed or we're tired or really busy is, I, I haven't got time. I haven't got time to do that. I haven't got time for self-care. And it gets pushed aside, doesn't it? It's no longer, it's not a priority. So it gets pushed to one side and inevitably we feel worse about that. But like you say, it, it's something that we can just spend five minutes over or we can do while we're walking somewhere or, you know, in the middle of doing something else. And I think um, practicing gratitude is a really lovely example of that. And I think um, it's something that, that we talk a lot about. And I think um, I, I, our brains have that negative bias. So we, we always 
you know we're conditioned to focus on the negative things so when something goes wrong it sits with us much more than when something goes well um you know our brain's constantly looking out around us whether it's you know where we are or let's say what's going on in the world and we focus on the bad bits but actually by having that regular practice of going okay what's what are the small things what is going right and even just just picking those tiny little things that we often take for granted that can help retrain our brain, help us focus on some of those more positive things. And it's a really, really good piece of advice to help um, protect us from stress a little bit. So really thank you for sharing that. Um, the other thing I picked up on there was, you know, um, you were saying about, you know, it, uh, it, it almost becoming a stress and I think self-care shouldn't be that thing that is added to the to-do list and it's like oh I've got to do that today it should be it should be fun and it should be things that we look forward to and I, I completely agree when you said you know it doesn't have to be every day or you don't have to so often we put pre more pressure on ourselves don't we that oh I've got to do this you know like you said I've got to go for a run three times a week or whatever it might be and we put even more pressure and stress on ourselves rather than just going right what's gonna what's gonna make me feel better now <laughs> yeah self-care should not be a chore if self-care becomes a chore it's no longer self-care and you really have to recognize when that's the case and just step back and be like you know what maybe this isn't working for me and it's okay if a self-care practice doesn't work for you if you you know like i say if exercising is causing you more stress that's okay it's not for you or if you're you know like i say gratitude things if you're doing it and you're actually Know, struggling or you're getting more stressed about it that's okay step back try something else don't feel bad when something doesn't work and feel as though oh no I can't do it I have you know what's going to happen now just put it down step away try something else there will be something that will fit you and your everyone's different so it will fit you and your lifestyle and how you prefer to do things and how you will best manage your stress and not everybody will be able to do the same thing so those crazy people that are able to do like marathons and that sorts of them out, I'm never going to be able to do that. I know that's not my thing. I'm not going to try and strive to be like them because I'm not them. So it's never worth trying to do that. Make your own you know, self-care and what works for you best. Even if it's as simple as taking an extra five minutes in the shower to sing your favourite song really loudly and like just having a moment to kind of, if that works for you, do that. Don't feel as though it has to be something that you've read out of a self-care book kind of thing and be a really exact practice. Make it whatever works best for you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. And that's it. Self-care can be anything, can't it? So it is all about finding what works for you and trying new stuff, which I guess kind of leads us on quite nicely to talking a little bit more about do something different, uh, you know, what you guys do and how students can get involved with it and how, you know, it can... Um, help deal with stress as well I guess. Yeah I'll, I'll preface by saying all of our stuff is on the Students Union website under opportunities there's a do something different page where our whole calendar is up so you can flick through and decide kind of what sort of stuff is on that works for you. Um, student groups do lots of different activities so it's always worth che checking their stuff out and they're very good at doing ones where you can meet new people and kind of get involved with that club and society that community um, but for me specifically I put on a lot of crafts a lot of very I always say I'd like to do things that are low commitment. So you do not have to worry about, oh my God, am I going to be good enough? Am I going to be able to do this? It's just turn up, chill, have fun. If you make a card that looks horrific, that's fine. You can take it home and you can do what you want with it. Nobody's going to sit and judge you. Nobody's going to go, oh, they're not very good at this or very good at that. 
everyone's just doing their, their own thing and chilling. Um, DSC is really good in terms of making friends as well and kind of finding people to who are equally, you know, stressing about the similar things. I've had students turn up and they're both doing the same course and they're like, oh my goodness, are you, you know, are you struggling with this thing? Have you, you know, attended these lectures and kind of meeting other people that are going through the similar experiences to you and realising you're not alone in what you're going through. Um, and I also, I really enjoy with DSD events that if you're, you know, if you're on campus and you've got lots of lectures or you're, especially over exam season as we're coming up to the, that terrifying time of, of essays and exams, or if you're stuck in the library for long periods of time, we're a little escape where you can kind of slip away, ignore your studies for a little bit, pretend they don't exist, block them out and just enjoy yourself, relax, take time. Again, almost like a little, it's a little self-care kind of thing. If you want to take a, take a, you know, an hour or two for yourself, come and join us, come and like, just have a moment, breathe. Don't always feel like you have to, if you're on the library and you think you need to be in, you know, really, really late or really, really early to do the whole day worth of other stuff, eventually you're just going to cause more stress or more burnout that will not benefit your studies at all. So kind of taking that time to proactively be like, I'm going to step away and I'm going to go and do an activity. I say DSD has those sort of things where you can just pop in, do a couple of things for an hour or two and slip away again you don't have to feel guilty about coming and feeling like you're not studying or not doing things. You can just come along, enjoy yourself and go. And easy peasy. They're all totally free and accessible as well. So they don't have to worry about financial stress. Um, I'm really keen on making sure that people who I'm aware, university is expensive. Living is very expensive. Going on nights out if you have lots of friends that want to go out a lot is very expensive. And it can't, it's not always easy to have activities that you can do with your friends without worrying that you, you're spending lots of money um, and that you don't have this money to spend or you might feel nervous to tell people that you don't have that money to spend. Um, so we offer activities where you can just, it's, like I said, either free or very, very cheap, like one or two pounds, um, rarely. <laughs> um, usually it's completely free. So that you can just, you can turn up and you, there's no you know money issues. You can just pop on in, like I say, join us. I think sometimes you get to take things home. We had cactus and succulent gardens yesterday. So people were taking home pots and like things that they might not be able to afford to go and do elsewhere. And it's nice to give people that opportunity to join in and do activities, socialise, do all this sort of stuff without, you know, the stress of do I need to commit lots of time? Do I need to save some money? You know, stress comes in different forms. And our, our kind of goal is to avoid those different things. Um, and offer you a space where you can feel included, welcomed, and leave the stress at the door. Ignore it all. And you can you can always go back to it later, but focus on what you're doing at the moment um, and hopefully take some of the practices away to do later. You know, if you if you learn a new crafty skill in one of our sessions, you can go away and maybe do that at home and realize, you know, painting a YouTube tutorial is my kind of thing. And that, you know, de-stressed me or you know, even as simple as um, biscuit decorating. Take it home, have a biscuit, have a have a snack on your way, but, you know, take a chill for a minute. So I think Do Something Different's definitely got a lot of options for people to come along and, and like I say, leave the stress at the door, have a bit of an escape from all the stress and all the academic work. And even, even your, like I say, outside of academic, your sports clubs, your extra responsibilities. If you're a student that works, I worked almost full time when I was a student, and again, it's very overwhelming. Um, so giving yourself a break and kind of coming along and 
taking that time to sit back and enjoy your time at university because you're only here once you never know when something like covid might hit so enjoy your time whilst you can <laughs> yeah absolutely um no thanks so much that was really nice to hear you talk about that actually and i think there's loads of loads of really good stuff to unpack there i think uh i agree 100 percent with what you said about that importance of just allowing yourself to take a break um so many students get caught up and oh, i've got to be studying all the time or i've got to be working all the time and like you say you know i think enjoying your university experience is really really important and we also know that taking breaks can help us be more productive and work more creatively and help our brains function better and help look after ourselves so um yeah really important to get involved with stuff like this um and i just love i love the variety of stuff as well like again we know that um spending time on things we enjoy picking up hobbies um and interacting and socializing with other people are all really fantastic ways of looking after our well-being and dealing with stress um and the fact that you can go and do that for like you said for free and removing that financial stress which is one of the biggest sources of stress for many students um is really really fantastic so um keep up the good work is what I'd like to say, Neef, um, and hopefully we'll be able to pop along to a few more of the things that you have going on across the rest of the year because they always look really, really fun. Yeah, we'll definitely be putting in a, a lot of um, a lot of events and activities over exam period, giving people again a chance during that exam period to take a break. Just because exams are on does not mean you have to live in the library or keep your head on your, you know, in a book or in your laptop. Of course, studying is important and revising is important but only if you were taking time for yourself as well. And you're, like you said, the revision's not gonna go as well if you're not taking a break. Um, we shouldn't be proud that we've spent 24 hours in the library working nonstop. We should be proud of what we've produced and what we've done, but not the time, you know, you need to take time for yourself as well. You should be proud that you've gone and, you know, enjoyed, gone to a session and gone to, you know, enjoy an activity as well, not just, oh, I've. I've had a good, I've spent a whole night, you know, I've done an all-nighter. That might work for some people, but it's not necessarily something that you should strive to, to do. Yeah, <laughs> you have to I get stuff that you do. I think we sometimes glorify it at university where we're like, oh, I did that all, I did a whole all-nighter. I drank lots of energy, energy drinks. Like I've done this crazy night. I've, you know, banged out my essay. Really how, you know, again, some nights you might, I'll admit, I've done a few last minute essays myself. I will not sit here and pretend I have not um but you do also have to kind of step back and go could I potentially have done you know even better if I'd have taken a step back had a rest had a good night's sleep had you know some fruit rather than any drinks <laughs> you know kind of looked after myself better and then you know myself then being mentally and physically healthier I could then have put that back into my academic studies and back into the work I did probably a lot more productively and you know positively um so yeah i think we do over glorify all-nighters and things like that where a top tip go to bed go to bed <laughs> be okay i promise <laughs> go and yeah. have a good night's sleep <laughs> yeah absolutely you yeah you're really right there you know loads of good advice there with you know simple things that we can do to look after ourselves a bit better it's not just about how can we perform better in our exams or our essays or you know whatever work we're going on it's also how can we look after our minds and our bodies at the same time and make sure we're not reaching that point where we're like oh why do i feel terrible or why am i why am i why have, why have i got this chronic levels of stress oh that's probably why it's all these um bad habits bad decisions 
adding up. Um, and as someone who was very much a chronic procrastinator and uh, someone that has always done their work last minute, I think I should probably uh, wish I could have had some of that advice when I was at uni. <laughs> also, it's, it's worth noting university and your academic studies only last so long. They only last so long, but your well-being should go on forever. It should continue. And like getting those practices in early and learning them now is so good to then, you know, bring forward and everything else you do. Whereas those exams and those, you know, academic stresses that you're under, they'll be gone. They will not last forever. They are only in this, you know, in this moment. They will disappear eventually. So it's really important to kind of rather than being like, oh, I have to do the all-nighters and I need to really overwork myself for these academic studies if you continue that on that's worse for you whereas if you kind of again take a step back and kind of go I'm actually going to focus on me a little bit more and of course obviously focus on your academic studies as well but not to a point like say that it's causing you so much stress because they will be done they will be gone and your life will continue and regardless of how well or how poorly you might you might do, because it does happen, you you will continue and people you will still succeed in what you want to do. Outside of that, it is not the be all and end all of kind of life. Um, and I know I know people that came to university were very academically driven and achieved very highly. Some that didn't, they've all still gone on to get jobs and they've all still gone on to find things that they want to do. And it's just I think we put too much pressure on ourselves thinking that this is it if we don't you know if this you don't complete this essay we you know the world's going to end it's okay I remember I had a time where I didn't realize a deadline for an essay because I'd been missing the lecture to go to a sports uh, activity um which is I don't recommend doing um but I'd missed it I'd missed this lecture quite repeatedly so I'd missed my deadline announcement and I didn't realize and I'm I my essay wasn't submitted in time and I, you know, I lost marks on that. And I thought at the time, I was like, I was devastated. I was so upset. I thought, oh my goodness, I've completely ruined, you know, this year, this module, my whole grade is going to go down. This is the worst thing that could have happened. And really, it wasn't. And I look back now, I couldn't even name the module to you. I couldn't tell you what it was about. But I know that I remember the stress it caused me. I remember the way I felt feeling so worried that that was it. I was, you know, going to fail my entire degree. I wasn't going to get a job. It was going to be the worst thing ever. I look back and that's hilarious because that is so unimportant, so ridiculous. And what I've learned outside of that, for me, has has been more important than that singular missed essay, that late essay. It's not affected my whole life. And I look back and think that's ridiculous that we put so much stress on that singular, you know, submission, essay, exam. So I always think if you're really stressed about you've just missed something or, you you know, you're going to lose marks on something or it's you get a particularly low grade it doesn't matter it doesn't matter in the sense of your, your life's okay you will continue and you can focus more on your well-being and you know continuing to be the person you want to be and you do not need to carry that stress on with you again leave it with the essay leave it with the grade and kind of move on and focus on what you want to do and like I just I think like I say we, we put too much pressure on singular like submissions and obviously we're all here at university you know academically to do well anyway but if you don't that's okay it's all right you will be okay <laughs> I think people don't say that enough if you you know if something does go wrong people have different circumstances it is absolutely fine 
it will not you know you will be okay you will be able to continue on yeah no really nice and I think that's really reassuring to hear that as well and like I said probably something that a lot of us don't don't hear enough but I agree with what you said about some you know and we all experience stress differently uh, and we are going to experience you know different stresses differently throughout our lives as well and I think you're right when you said you know at the time it seems like the worst thing that could possibly happen and it is this enormous um, sense of stress but stepping back from that is really really important um and also remembering that if we struggle to do that which many of us do that you know having that conversation um whether that's with your friends your family student support whoever it might be just talking about how you're feeling is really important in terms of coming to terms with that alleviating it and like you say not carrying that stress around with you really really important um thanks Steve I guess the last thing that I want to kind of pick pick out from this conversation because I think there's been some really lots of lovely advice in here thinking back to your younger self then back when you were skipping lectures and carrying all this stress around with you and leading towards burnout what would be the one kind of piece advice piece of advice that you'd look back on and give to your younger self I think definitely take a moment step back kind of remind like tell my younger self that it's okay to not be doing all these extra things that you feel responsible for and also it's not your responsibility to for all these extra things you are your main responsibility and to focus on yourself take moments of self-care take time to look after yourself and also call your mum more because I'm a big believe I'm a big I, I call her now I as an adult you know with my whole job I will walk home and I'll just call my mum and tell her about my day and just kind of having someone it could be your mum your dad sisters family friend it can be absolutely anybody but having someone that you just kind of talk to and everything you've done that day you know just decharge it get it off your chest talk about it and then that's it it's gone it's out into the world and you can leave it be um, and definitely talking to people more in that sense I think was a huge thing that I didn't do enough um, and I think we get especially in my first few years when you're I think the fresher when you start uni you think oh I must be independent I must you know I can't keep calling my parents I can't keep doing this I can't keep you know being outside of what is just in my singular accommodation or my flat or my very small like you know my university friend group but that's not the case it's okay to to call your parents or you know to tell them be like oh, I'm really stressed today or I don't know how to do this essay or you know I'm worried about money I'm worried about this because chances are they've either experienced it or they are currently experiencing it and they understand what you are going through in some form and even if they don't it's just nice to get it out into the universe and off your chest and not just carry it around with you um I think we try too often to keep it to ourselves and again it's not selfish to talk about your problems it's not a bad thing to you know just even just a close friend or someone you go oh I've had a really long day at uni today or I had a lecture and I just did not understand a word and I'm really worried about it because chances are they've experienced it they feel the same or you know they've had a chance where they've been to a lecture and they've gone oh my goodness what is this lecturer saying I don't understand the word of it I think it's really important that you you know get it off your chest and I think young Anith did not always do that um, sometimes you know you keep it in you don't want to burden other people which is you know a very lovely thing to think however you are not burdening other people um, and everybody else chances are they might want to get something off their chest they might say oh yeah no I'm really sorry about that 
you know, oh, let me see if I can help you, let me do this. But also I've had this thing happen and they can get it off their chest. I think the more we do that, the more we talk and have conversations, the more you realise you're not alone in stress and you're not alone in your well-being. And that sometimes, you know, you might go for a better time and a worse time and you'll be able to, you know, build on those experiences. I think if we don't talk about them, we don't learn. We don't kind of understand what's happening. And sometimes until you talk about it, you don't realise how silly the stress might sound. So you might be really, really stressed about this deadline and you might say, oh, I'm really, you know, I'm really worried. I've got all these things to do at this time and, I've, you know, I've not done any of them. And someone might go, oh, but don't you have this day off? We could go to the library and, and do some work. And you go, oh, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> or, you know, I'm, I'm really upset. I've not managed to get to the gym. I've not managed to get to sports. And someone goes, oh, I'm going tomorrow. Do you want to come with me? You know, you, have, you don't know until you, you put it out there and you talk to people. But actually, it might benefit you a lot. And you realise that your stress is not everything that you've built it up in your head to be. Because um, I'm definitely one for building it up in my head as a student and thinking, like I say, the world's ending, so much is happening. Where really, if I was just open and kind of said to someone else, I'm really, I don't, I'm really stressed or financially, I'm really worried, I'm spending all my money. You know, young, young me probably would have had other friends who have gone, actually, yeah, we've been out a lot this week and I can't afford to go out either. Actually, maybe we should just sit and sit at home and watch a film. And I think a lot of students will feel the same way and kind of have similar experiences that once you get it out, you feel a lot better. So yeah, definitely telling younger me to talk more, tell people, you know, I'm worried or I'm stressed and kind of get it all out there. Is definitely one to for adult me to to try and remember to keep doing also because <laughs> it, it's not a you know I, I assume someone's not going to listen to this and immediately go I will go and talk to somebody but hopefully you start thinking about it more and it builds and it builds and over time like I say I now walk home and call my mum quite often just to kind of relay our days and she's even said she really enjoys it because it means she gets it off her chest as well at the end of the work day and then she can go on and enjoy her evening um, so it's even little things like that that you continue on as you get older and as you go into different walks of life that actually are really helpful and continue to be able to help you. Um, and it won't just, you know, be that one time thing. It will continue to be a positive impact um, and kind of recognising that that's the case and that you can keep doing these things. And it's OK if that changes as well. You know, if if that if one, you know, when you're younger, you think, oh, sports clubs really help me but as an adult, it's causing you stress. That's OK. Swap to something else. Pick a different form of self-care and a different stress relief. It doesn't have to always stay the same. You can, you adapt, you change, you grow as a person, you change what works for you, and you'll you'll find different methods that work for you in that sense. So don't ever feel worried that you you thought this one thing was going to help you and it no longer does. That's totally natural. Swap to something else. Pick up a different self-care activity. Something will work for you eventually. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I think two really lovely messages in there of treating ourselves with a bit more kindness, I think, and yeah, the importance of of talking about it. Two um, two lessons I think we could probably all still do with taking and improving on. Um, and I guess that last point you made in terms of trying different things and not where anything goes wrong, I guess moves or can, brings us to the last thing that, that we're going to talk about before we let you go, and that is uh, our well-being gone wrong. So the other thing we like to speak to our guests about each month is uh, sharing a time when well-being has gone wrong for you. So this might be a time when you've tried something and it didn't quite work or didn't quite have the effect 
that you wanted it to. So, um, Neef, what is your well-being gone wrong? I think it's kind of building on a lot of the stuff I've kind of said with, I thought doing all my sports was really good for me because I was socialising, I was exercising, all the sort of things that on paper sound like a really good thing for your well-being. But I, I was training uh, six out of the seven days of the week, um, which I do not recommend for anybody. And if you currently are, pick a day, get rid of it. You don't need it. It'll be okay, I promise. Um, but I was doing all these things, getting, you know, thinking it was really good for me, going to positively impact me. And then, again, completely missing essays and submissions and realising I was actually getting more stressed about organising stuff for training and how I'm going to get in and out and what food I'm going to get because I've not managed to pick up food on the way. So I'm buying it on my journey and, you know, all these little extra things that I was adding up that actually it wasn't really helping me de-stress. It was causing more um, and kind of having to realise, oh, maybe I should not do these things anymore. Um, and similarly, again, with the um, the book that I was reading that gave me different kind of, you know, well-being activities to try and do for kind of more for your mind sort of things like gratitude and manifesting stuff, trying to do that whilst I was at the time working a full time job. I was like, well, this is not I don't have time for this every day. And then getting, you know, stressed or worried or trying to make myself get up earlier to do it so that I was more tired throughout the day, which made me more stressed or I'd be late or I'd be rushing. And all these little things, I was like, Chow, if I just didn't do this, I'd be less stressed. Um, and kind of recognising that maybe I, maybe simpler activities for me are the, the way to go rather than long term commitment things. Anything with commitment tends to be a bit stressful for me personally. So kind of, yeah, any of those ones that I've tried, I'm like, I must do this every single week or every single day. It just doesn't work for me. It's not my personal thing. Um, and I have to kind of take a step back and go, yeah, that didn't work. That was silly for me to, to keep trying to do it. Um, and just kind of recognising the little one-off things for me are the ones that that help the most. Um, and not beating myself up about it, that I've not managed to commit to continuing doing all these practices and things. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, one that goes wrong a couple of times, a bit of trial and error, um, which is absolutely fine. Um, but I definitely know for now, uh, for future self-care, that it's if it's a long-term commitment, that I have to sign up or do something every single day or, you know, every other day, it's not for me. <laughs> and knowing that that's no longer for me. Yeah, I think that's a really nice lesson to take away from that as well. And like you say, it's okay. It's okay when things go wrong. It's all about working out what suits you know, each of us as individuals. So thanks so much for sharing that, Neef. Um, and thanks so much for joining us and your insight. It was really lovely to have a chat with you today. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. Um, so to to kind of um, finish up, like I said, April is Stress Awareness Month. We're having a really big focus on stress throughout the month. Um, we'll be running a couple of managing stress workshops online that you'll, you'll be able to sign up for. Um, they'll be running over the Easter break as well. So even if you're away from campus, um, if it's something that's playing on your mind, you're still able to attend these while you're um, back home or while you're away from campus. Um, me and Rachel are also going to be joining um, the Learning Enhancement Team's study cafes, and we're going to have a real focus on helping you manage your stress in that lead up to assessment period. Um, and that's every Wednesday afternoon in the CIS Annex. So pop in, come say hello to us. Um, and anything that, that we or the Learning Enhancement Team can do to help relieve some of that stress, we'll be more than happy to help you out with. 
Um, do also check out our YouTube channel where we'll be posting new videos uh, each week throughout April looking at dealing with stress and make sure you're following us on social media where we'll be posting most days with links to support available, stuff going on across UEA and some more wellbeing tips and ideas too. And of course, most importantly, um, if you need support, please do not feel that you need to manage alone and the student services team are here for you. So just reach out and speak to one of us if you need it. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much, um, Neef, for joining us. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to join us for our next episode, which is going to be all about mindfulness. Um, thanks, Neef. See you soon. Thanks, everyone.